Welcome back to the Water Lab Podcast. I'm James Marshall, and this episode is brought to you by Water Lad Merch. Yes, it's all go ready to be purchased by you. Head over to waterlad.com and get yourself a lad tee, hat, hoodie, or singlet, or all the above, and help this podcast grow. Sales have been poor so far, but thanks to the few lads who have got themselves some gear and got amongst it already, you guys are the real lads. Free shipping all over New Zealand on orders over $100. Wow, what a deal. Go and get amongst it and help this podcast. Also, Straight Face Razors have come on board and helped out the podcast massively. So go support them by buying one of their razors next time you need one. Delivered to your door so it's easy and you'll get 50% off your first order by following the link on waterlad.com or heading over to straightface.co.nz and entering the code LADS. It makes it $15 for four five-blade heads and you get a razor with that as well. It's an absolute steal. Also, Pure Sports CBD are still giving our Waterlad listeners 20% off their amazing product, and all the information is on waterlad.com. Go check out that awesome website. Anyway, let's roll the intro. Waterlad, 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 what an absolute lad. Yeah. Waterlad, 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 what an absolute lad. Uh-huh. Oh, how good, what a lad. Righto, guys, I'm pumped for this one. When I first decided to set up a podcast, there's a few guys whose stories jumped straight into my head, and um, today's guest is one of those guys. He's got one of the most incredible stories from gang life in Auckland to now being a Six Nations winner with Wales. He's got one of the best rags to riches stories you will ever hear, and of course, like all my guests, he is an absolute lad. It is the man himself, Willis Hullo. Holo. Welcome, Willis. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. Mate, Six <laughs> Nations winner. How good is that, eh? That sounds good. Yeah, no, nah, it's awesome, man. Like, I still buzz out thinking about it. Like, it wasn't too long ago. You know, I was back home with you guys, and now I'm a Six Nations champion. I never would have thought that growing up, and yeah, Mate, pretty good. Crazy, yeah. And how, how was the tournament? We'll, we'll start there. How was it? Yeah, it was good. I mean, like, I wasn't initially named in the squad, you see, so um, I had only just come back from my knee injury um pretty much played only two games and then they, um they had a couple injuries in the back line so they uh old wayne pivak called me up and had called me up on a thursday and was on the bench against scotland on a saturday so yeah had had one one day to get it all down pack and you know i, I thought i thought i was probably gonna be uh you know maybe a last five minutes or something but ended up coming on before half time for an injury and then yeah the been rest good. is history. Good. What good. an impact. What an impact you made. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was good, bro. And I was fortunate enough to, to you know, get more game time and just be that bench guy, bring mm. a bit of impact off the bench. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. Mate, no one brings impact better than you. You're lucky that you always were good at studying and learn your role really quick because you were put under pressure there. You didn't have much time to learn your role coming straight into the team on the bench. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty tough, but... Um, I think going into camp, the coaches just told me not to worry about, you know, getting calls wrong and stuff. But I think they were um, pretty impressed and happy that I was I had had the calls down packed. You know, just sitting in bed, just look going <laughs> over the the moves and all that. And once I turned up to training, it was sweet. But oh no doubt. And I know a few people have reckoned that you're tying your shoelaces now. You've got to put you've got to put that rumor to bed, eh? You're not. 
Nah, mate. You know, man. Come on, I can't break. I can't break that. I'd be retired now if I did that. I'd be, I'd be out of the game, mate. I can't be breaking those kind of traditions. So when did you start that one? Far. When did you start that one? Not tying your shoelaces. Um, I think when I was about fourteen. Oh yeah. I think it was just one of those things that, like, I don't know. I just felt like I was cool and I, I didn't do my laces, and then I played mean as for one game, and I was like, bro. I, I gotta keep going so i, I just didn't tie it again <laughs> i remember you at the canes i was like why are your laces undone <laughs> your boots look like they're about to fall off every time you step because you've got obviously put some power through that step your boot cops it but no you've never yeah. tied them crazy ah uh, yeah but i've uh, i've gone through a fair few bit pairs of boots though like they, they do rip all the time so um yeah, it does take a toll on, on the old boots. <laughs> it's probably a bit easier now, though, eh? Because the boots are sort of, they're all in one. You don't really need to tie them up as much as you used to. Yeah, like your old school sort of ones. Sock. Yeah, the sock. You just sort yeah. of slide them on. but They fit on like a glove. Yeah, but back in the day, you must yeah. have been battling away. Nah, I was like, I think that's why I don't kick, eh? I'm not a kicker. Because <laughs> your boot comes off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll see the ball going and then my, my, my boot coming just after it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway, well, let's get back. Let's go to the start for your journey. This is the part where I'm really looking forward to getting into because I know you had an interesting <laughs> upbringing. Um, yeah, take us right back to your times in Auckland. No, yeah, just um, born and bred in Auckland. Uh, my parents moved over, um, I think, in the 70s or late 70s uh, from Tonga. Um, so there was four of us, four brothers and one older sister, um, just growing up in a little place called Blockhouse Bay. Yeah, I just started playing rugby at the age of like five for uh, Suburbs Rugby Football Club. And um, yeah, it's, you know, just a typical um, Polynesian household, you know, just didn't have much um, growing up. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I we used to go to, to school and stuff with no lunch, you know, just... But we, it wasn't like, we didn't like act like we we felt sorry for ourselves or anything. It was just, yeah. we were just content and happy with life. Just going to school and then come home and have like 10 pieces of toast and some <laughs> Milo, <laughs> you know, or like, yeah, stuff like that. Or just have some rice with tomato sauce on it. <laughs> Living. You know, you, when, you know, when you're hungry, man, you come up with all the old combos, yeah. whatever can just get on the plate will go. But um, I would imagine you would have been a... pretty good at um, scabbing at lunchtime too off some of the boys. <laughs> oh, bro, number one, man, number one. You know, I used to, um, even when I, I went to um, school with Yopu, I used to scab with him a lot. <laughs> I used to scab of them heaps, bro, all the time. And he knew it, and I didn't care. <laughs> but, you know, back in primary, I was just, yeah, you know. If I had food, I was sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was just the way I was brought up, you know, having four little brothers. So I was just used to sharing. I just thought I could take that mentality into school, but <laughs> probably not, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was just... Um, uh, just throughout primary, um, just always hanging out with the kids in the neighborhood, mm. playing rugby on the road and, and all that type of stuff, you know, just normal street stuff. And uh, probably wasn't until, you know, hitting intermediate high school, you know, I started getting up into a bit of trouble and yeah. and all that, you know. So, go on. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about that because I was obviously born in South Auckland as well and 
Uh, we moved down to Nelson when I was eight, so this is the sort of crossroads I reckon I could have gone down. I could have gone down the, <laughs> the gang life with Willis or down to Nelson. <laughs> nah, I, I, I didn't think I, I wasn't like uh, deep into gangs and stuff, you know. I, yeah. I was just affiliated and I hung around a lot. A lot of my cousins were gangsters and on, on the streets and stuff, so like I was always around them a lot. Yeah. Um, and like even from my house to high to school when I was going when I was going to Avondale College, just this this is the high school before I went to um Yopo School in Mount Albert. Yeah. I was um had to change schools because uh yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't too, I wasn't doing too good there and um mum thought I'd <laughs> needed a change. But um yeah, even on the way to school, like I just I wouldn't make it. You know, I just you know, wake up in the morning, put the uniform on and then I'd just do a big left turn to, to the cousin's garage and we'd just be hanging out there all day, sure. and, um, you know, doing all sorts, you know, all sorts of, you know, illegal stuff. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what like? Go on. <laughs> nah, you know, just, you know, doing a bit of drugs and, yeah, you know, all that type of stuff. What and, age was this? Um, maybe um, 14, 15. Oh, true. Shit, young. Yeah, 14, 15. Yeah. Um, doing a bit of that and you know sometimes um hang out with some of my other cousins you know and, uh, we had used to do a few robberies here and there <laughs> like planned robberies or just see something and steal um sometimes planned sometimes you know, right. um you know sometimes like there was a there's a, a a big park called albert park near the auckland university yeah so like you know, it would be at the, at the at the park, you know, somewhere in the bushes, and then we see some students and run and take their phones and stuff. And, oh yeah, true. And take off, so it's just, <laughs> just stupid stuff, man. Like, and then would you, know, you I'm sell not, it? I'm not ashamed of it now. Would you sell it? Yeah, we'd try and sell it oh, or yeah. whatever. True. Yeah. Some of it would be like, some of the phones would be like in in Chinese or something, so we don't know how to change it back <laughs> to English. So we just like <laughs> get rid of it. But um. You know, I, yeah, a lot of that stuff, and then along the way, you know, you know, would get into trouble. Some, some of the, some of the boys would get caught, and you know, you'd think that that'll stop you, but <laughs> sometimes it's just, sometimes it's, a, it's addictive. You know, the thrill, and yeah, you, know, you just think you're, you're cool, maybe. Yeah. Um, sometimes just, you know, a couple of times I've been with some boys, and we've done walked into a liquor store and pretending to buy stuff. And we just grab two bottles and run. True, yeah. You know, two big bottles of like whiskey or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, like like I said, I'm not I'm not ashamed of of, of talking about it because yeah, it was just the, I was just the product product of my environment and and mm. all that. So it's what it's how we get out of it. And uh, you know, I'm just happy to to get here where I am now. So. Yeah, and look at you now. But let well, talk about your <laughs> um your drinking because you obviously a, you were quite a heavy drinker at a quite a young age too, eh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I, I just I, I grew up in a heavy drinking environment. Um, you know, a lot of you know family parties, and I think it was just more of a generational uh, thing. Um, with my 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 old man and his brothers, you know, used to come around home, you know, pretty much most weekends. And to me, I thought it was normal, like it was a normal life. Yeah. And like I'm not I'm not like trying to lock down or anything, but I guess some some people just. Uh, I'm made for it and you know I could have been I wouldn't have been here you know like there's been a few incidents and 
you'd you'd know, you'd know a couple, you know, that I've, yeah. I've been a part of that, you know, that could have ended my career. But um, now, nah, yeah, just just my drinking, and you know, I, I started drinking at a real young age, you know, a lot, again with with some of the boys and some family members, cousins and whatnot, like 13, 14. Um, just yeah, just just drinking a lot and. For me, like, and and the, and the people I was around, it, it got to a stage where, like, you know, the typical, like, you know, whoever can drink the most and last man and stuff, you know, you yeah. you sort of crowned as the man or yeah. whatever, you know. So, like, I sort of like try to try to be like that and just drink all day and drink all night, and, <laughs> and then it got to a stage where I wasn't able to have one or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I, I sort of looked up to people that could just have a couple and have some food and then go to sleep. But once you open one, I can't stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. So, you know, I, I think that was just because of, a, you know, starting at a young age and having that mentality. But um, I'd like to think I've, I've got a handle of it now. But, you know, I've had, a, you know, it pops up here and there. <laughs> you know, it doesn't help when you've got um, your mate Ray Lilo you know, <laughs> egging me on. But uh, <laughs> he's a bad man, nah, Ray Lilo. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a bad man, but um, no, nah, it's it's calmed down heaps. But uh, yeah, that's cool. And so, where did rugby fit in along all this? Were you were you gifted at a young age, and were you playing? Yeah, bro. I'll, like, like I said, I, I started playing at, at five years old. Um, I, I've always been good at, at playing rugby. Yeah. I think what 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 set me apart was just at a young age was my footwork. Like, I'd be able just to beat defenders real easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to play with the, with the lighter group, like so. Most of the Polynesians they played in the open weight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was, I was quite, I was quite small, um, so I'd play with all the Palangi boys, <laughs> you know. But to the Palangi boys, I was quite big and strong to yeah. them. But yeah. um, you know, so I, I sort of stood out there, and you know, I was, you know, getting a few awards at club rugby um, most years, and um, yeah, I just, I just. Took that into high school, and you know, make, making a quite a few Auckland age grade rep teams, and then you know, found myself making um, New Zealand schools and yeah, yeah, it must have had an awesome school year. I know you had a pretty stacked team, and Yopi was telling a few stories about your times yeah. in that um, first fifteen. Yeah, um, yeah, because I, like I said, I was at Avondale College for three years, but um, they weren't really known for their rugby, um, right. and so I think my mum took it as an opportunity to take me to a school where I could excel in my rugby and probably stay focused on that instead of, you know, um, not turning up to school at Avondale and just, mm. you know, getting up to mischief. So that's where I went and did my last two, two years at, at, at Mags. And that's where I met uh, Yopu and, and, and some of the boys. And, um, yeah. <laughs> should, we get, should we get it out of the way? <laughs> yeah, let's address the elephant in the room, the sparring story. Nah. You, you didn't get dropped, nah. eh? You didn't. Nah, nah I did. I did <laughs> it was a, so it was a conditioning uh, training session, bro. Yeah. And uh, you know me, like, I, fitness hasn't, you know, always hasn't been my strong point. And that's, that's, that's been since high school too. Like, yeah. I've always had the gift of playing rugby, but I, I've never had the, aerobic ability to uh, you know yeah so this was a conditioning thing and um so when yuppa was talking about like me going like (laughs) (laughs) he made it made it look like i was like you know trying to go for for the kill but what i was trying to do is 
I mastered the art of trying to make it look like I'm working hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Survive, I was like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but I was, you know, I was doing, I was hitting these, you know, hard yeah. parts, like what he says, <laughs> hard parts, elbows. You know, I was just going around the around the sides. Yeah. And then the man, he just goes straight down the middle <laughs> when I wasn't expecting it. And then, oh, <laughs> I felt so winded. You know when you get winded? Yeah. I was like, oh. I was just like, okay. And I just fell back and I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, you try and, you try and, this was, he was our captain too. And he was like a hearty white boy. Like, yeah. he was a hearty dude. And it's like, oh, you, you're not gonna have a general gentleman's agreement with him. So, he's, you know, <laughs> when those you, guys, when yeah, you, when you have con, you know, when you have contact sessions yeah. at, at training, you're you always know with Ray Lino. You're always with Ray. Yeah, you know, you're just touching them four down together and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, like I, I would, I was hoping to be like that, but yeah, he just got me good right in the gut. <laughs> Oh. But, um, oh, that's fair enough. You yeah. still got your street cred, then, because I know you you did get into you were a bit of a street fighter. Eh? You need to talk to me about this Ring of Fire that Maddie Proctor used to hey? love. He used to always talk about this Ring of Fire. Talk to me about that. Nah, it's just um, you know getting in a circle and just banging it up. <laughs> <laughs> was this when you're on the piss, or was this just all the time? Like, nah, sometimes it'd be organised stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're just. Yeah, you just get in a circle, bang it out. Like you try and escape, you get smashed by everyone that's up in the circle. True. <laughs> Far out. And um, what's the fight till? Yeah. Just till someone's out or down or? Yeah, just till someone's like down, I guess. True. Far and, out. Yeah. And they, you know, get thrown on the towel and it's over. Yeah. Was it gloves or bare knuckle? Um, be a knuckle. Was it? Holy. And you were good at this, so you, you won all your fights, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> we, had to rep- we had to represent our street. <laughs> who chose who fought who? Um, it starts with the OGs. They're just like, yeah, you like you have to have a bit of credit, you know, like if yeah. you've had a few fights and you're undefeated, then you're, you're the top dog. True. You know? <laughs> so if I go back home now, it's like, fight now. <laughs> 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 what happens if you're just real shit at fighting? Like, what happens if I was there? Just get hiding. Yeah, you wouldn't room. turn up, bro. You wouldn't turn up. If you turn up to be a part of the circle, you, you got to be turned up to fight. You got to be prepared. Oh, true. You can't just yeah. come and watch with your popcorn. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. That sounds intense. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get back to your rugby because I know. You, you talked about your New Zealand schools making that team. So what was it like going into yeah. that setup? Bro, I was, um, I was in shock because um, so when I played for Mags, we won the Auckland uh, first 15 comp. Yeah. We ended up going to the top four. Oh, we played Nelson. Oh, did you? In the, in the, in the, in the top four. Oh, true. The semis. And, um, and we beat Nelson. <laughs> oh, too easy. <laughs> <laughs> but we beat Nelson. Um, and then we played Gizzy in the finals. Oh yeah. But like I wasn't, I wasn't even looked at. Um, like the selectors were just there, just watching people, and I wasn't even on the radar because I, I, I just, I just jumped onto the scene. Um, you know, coming, coming to Mags. Yeah. And then I must have had like I spoke to the coach when I was in camp, and he said that you're, you're really lucky because you played so well in those two games that you just picked up the last um, spot. To um, center spot, so I was just like, oh, sweet. Oh, right. 
That's so crazy. it was just those those two games. I just, you know, you just have, mm. you know, when you had that that run against the Highlanders, you know, you just <laughs> <laughs> just a once in a lifetime moment. You know <laughs> what yeah, happened? That's just... what I'm saying. Like I just had one of those tournaments. You know, Jeez. I just had one of those those two games. I just like, you know, couldn't touch me. Just <laughs> oh. like how Mahalo couldn't touch you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good time! <laughs> so then, obviously, opportunities but, um, from that came about from making that New Zealand schools. You're pretty much in the system then, eh? So, what was yeah, the next step? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was I was only sixth form then, so oh, I had true. one more year. Yeah, yeah. So I had one more year, and making the NZ schools was like I was with like Jim, uh, Julian Savia and uh, Tim Nana Williams. And, wow. Um, Tawera Kerbalo and all that. So I had one more year, but I got injured. I did my MCL um, like not not long before, um, you know, they were naming the team. So I, I wasn't really like available for it oh, yeah. the following year. But you know, it was probably enough to um, get a contract for the Auckland Academy. So um, yeah, that's what I got. But in that same year, um, I just had a, a, a baby girl. Yeah, my daughter right. was born my You're last year of high school. So, 17, eh? Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, 17 turning 18. Um, she was born. And then that's... But then at the same time, I got my um, my Auckland Academy contract. So, yeah, it was just... I don't know. Probably... I, I, it was just something I couldn't handle at the time. And I probably blew blew my chance with, with Auckland uh, the following years to come. So, um, yeah, just didn't do too well at the Academy. Yeah, um, my uh, my old my my old problems are coming back. You know, just turning up drunk and stuff like that. Um, you know, comes like sometimes like me and one of the other boys I was in the academy with would come straight from town park at Eden Park and wait for training. <laughs> um, <laughs> Holy! Heck. Grab a couple pies on the way and then come in and flip and do a five k row. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy, but yeah, those are just some of the things I look back on and just you know, regret that I didn't take it seriously or take it properly. But I think the pressures of being a young father just got to me and I just, you know, um, yeah, turned to the bottle a bit. Yeah, so how was that? How was that being a dad at 17? Obviously, it wasn't planned, so you would have just been, you wouldn't really been prepared. Nah, not at all, bro. Not at all. I mean... I can I can admit like the first couple of years I was I was hardly um, there or like I hardly you know played my role as a father um, just didn't have anything to provide or you know I think I was just lucky enough to have um, great um, in laws that that would just keep their house open to me yeah. even though I was just drinking and I'd leave on a Thursday, come back on a Sunday night. With you, you know, like I'd go missing. <laughs> what, just on the pass? Yeah. True. Yeah. Far out. So I'd so like uh I was playing club rugby. Um so I would leave for Thursday night club night trainings. Yeah. And then I wouldn't come back till Sunday night. <laughs> I'd pack my training gear and my jeans and my shirt at the same time. <laughs> but I'd I'd always go back to my um, to my parents' house and, yeah. and sleep and stuff. But yeah, I just um, yeah, I just didn't didn't take it too well. Like I don't think anyone at that age would. Yeah. Um, I put I sort of just put 
Port Rugby at the back of my mind, even though I was turning up to academy and, and all that. I just wasn't really fully into it. So what was the turning point for you? So I I, uh, I think I'll, I I gave it a go and I went to I went and played a North Shore comp and just wasn't getting any luck. So I came back to Auckland and then um, it just it just hit me that um, you know my my daughter was getting older now. She was a bit more aware of what was going on. She was about two three at the time. Yeah, and she would like see her her grandpa and and stuff as more as a father figure. Sure. Yeah rather than me you know what i mean and yeah. i think that kind of hurt you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so i was just like oh, i need i need to change things up so i i just one night i just told told the missus you know i'm i'm gonna give it a good go now and i just i i, I stopped drinking for a year true yeah i just stopped drinking for a year and i um i contacted one of my older old coaches uh ramsey tomakina um and he i went back to my old club um suburbs and um yeah from then on, I was just carving up. You know, I lost lost a lot of weight. Went from like one one nineteen to about one oh seven. I was getting by at, at club rugby at that weight, but um, yeah, I thought I was um doing enough at club level to to get a shot with Auckland, which which I did get. Um, got caught into the water squad and doing a bit of training, but um, yeah, probably didn't do enough. And uh, yeah, who was the coach then? I uh, it was Wayne. Oh, was it? Oh, true. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. Crazy so it's, it's come full circle, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like I, I got offered from Southland. Um, and then I went back to Wayne and said, oh, I've, I've got to get a contract from you guys like this week or else I've got to take this one to Southland. Yeah. Um, you know, this might be my only chance. And at the time he had like Malakai Fikitoa, George Moala, um, oh. Parksy, he had his son Parksy oh, in there. Yeah. And I, I can't remember who else. And he said, and he said that like I can't, I don't want you to go, but I can't give you a contract right now. Can you hold off? And I said, no, nah, I can't. Mm. So I, I, I took, um, I took my bags and and left to Southland on my own. And I, I left my my wife and um, and my daughter back oh, in Auckland. Really? And I went oh, on my true. own. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I went on my own, and I, I pretty much, I actually lived on a couch. Sleep yep. on a couch. True. I, I, I went into a house with three like younger guys one academy guy and and two other guys there with Southland. Um and I just took the couch bro. I just whatever I took to yeah to make it, you know, I was here. So I, I didn't really really care where I, I slept or anything. I was just focused on uh, making a good impression at, at Southland. Oh, right. But my first my first um impression with the coaches wasn't too good but <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I turned up to the training session we started off with some coat hangers and you know i wasn't doing too bad and yeah then and then i was like oh, this must be it we must be doing rugby now and then mas <laughs> on the line i was like oh shit <laughs> Fuck. and then i went from like doing okay to like pulling out on the sixth rep when my lower back was sore <laughs> and uh, the head coach actually um he actually wanted to send me back to auckland oh true what because you weren't fit enough yeah yeah, he just thought, nah, he's not fit enough. He's he's not ready for this. Um, but the, the the coach at the time that that brought me down, he coached me at at, at school level. Mm. Um, he he said he put his his name on the line and said, trust me, just leave him here. He'll. But he came to me first and said, bro, they they want to send you back. Like, are you gonna put in the work? And I said, yeah, I will. Yeah. 
And then, um, yeah, and then he had to get, like, words from the boys as well, some of the Auckland boys, like Cardiff Vaenga and uh, yeah. Michael Fatialofa, you know, Fats and all the boys, they were already down there. And uh, they gave their word as well that, um, you know, I was I was worth worth it. And, uh, yeah. Far out. Crazy, eh? And then you obviously <laughs> carved yeah. it up when you when you got the opportunity to play down there. Yeah, I um, um, was on the bench for the first couple of games, and every time I came on, you know, I made a decent impact so I guess they gave me a chance in the third game um, and I just I just took it from there um, and I was starting ever since so yeah. me and uh, me and Cardiff were in the midfield How hard was it to yeah. be away from your um, family at this point? Um, yeah it was tough, it was tough but um, like I was at the time I was so tunnel vision you know mm-hmm. like I just, I knew it was going to be worth it um, you know if I you know could pick up you know, a couple more years, then I'd I'd look to to move them down. But um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Like you know, I was I was missing a lot anyway. You know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was all good, man. They 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 knew um, how much I I wanted this opportunity, so yeah, we got by. That's cool. And you were there for two years, eh? Before you picked up a Super Rugby contract with the Canes. Yeah, yeah. So my first year wasn't too bad. Then second year. I, I um, picked up a, a contract um, from your dad. <laughs> Did you have any other offers at the time, or was it just straight games? Um, Sign it. No, I I, um, I I spoke with the Blues and I spoke with um, old Jamie Joseph at the Highlanders. Oh yeah, you know I got a call from both of them. Um, but I, I I told my agent at the time. I told my agent um, if they all three want want wanted me. Um, I, I never want to go to the Blues. Mm. Even though growing up, Blues is the only team I've ever wanted to play for. Yeah. Growing up in Auckland, even though growing up, I knew it would be bad for my career if I went home. Yeah. Just my boys are at home, you know, mm. the temptation of, you know, everything. I wouldn't be able to handle it, you know mm. what I mean? So Ring a fire. Oh. <laughs> I have to go and knock some guys out first. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to take you down. <laughs> oh, true. So then the, you chose the Canes. What was the reason? It was um, I, I I told my agent that Canes would be my first choice. Oh, yeah. The pure purely the, the the reason for it was um, like what better way to you know learn than off the two midfielders we had at the time. So. Yeah. And I, I thought, like, you know, if I went to the Highlanders, you know, they got, you know, a couple young guys there, Malakai and all that. So, I, and I knew that that Skucks and, and and Snakey were leaving after that year. So I was yeah. just like, why not go learn off them and then just try and um, try and stake a claim for that jersey the, the following year. So you're a smart that was, man. That was the thinking behind that it. That is a smart yeah. plan. Investing yeah. one year to learn from the greats and then becoming yeah, one of, of the course, greats man. yourself. Like, no one. Not, not a lot of people can say, you know, they they uh, rub shoulders with those two. Mm. And it was like when I look back now, it was, it was quite influential in, in my career. Mm. Um, being, you know, at a locker next to, to Ma'a, mm. um, it probably helped me a lot just um, just watching him and like with all the little one percenters. Um, yeah. That's what I learned the most. So, yeah. How good. And then that year, you obviously didn't get a huge amount of game time. Uh, we had a pretty successful season, but we obviously fell short in the final. But then the year after yeah. was your time to shine. The big dogs had left. Yeah, because so- remember, I, I, I came back. 
like I I felt like at the time I felt a bit gutted when I came back the second year because I, I came back on a on a wider squad contract. Oh, that's right. So you were a full contract in 2015, and then they offered you a wider yeah. the next year. What was all that about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like, and this is there was nothing against the the boys or anything. Yeah. I just felt you know like I felt like I I played well again at ITM. You know, and I, I took my learnings from from 2015. You know, I, you know, I dropped the four, the ball a few times. Um, you know, during that season with yeah. you know with my off field stuff. But you know, I, I really felt like I, I I played well enough in the ITM, and um, you know, they had their marquee signing with, with Nani, which was which was fair enough. And um, then I guess there was one more spot, and they and I guess they gave it to Peter, which was cool. Like. But I think uh, Peter and Boydie had a relationship earlier with NZ Twenties. I think maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But um, but I, I don't think Peter played um that whole ITM season. I think he was injured. Yeah. Um. So I just I just felt like uh, like I had a, a young family and I was coming on a wider squad contract and yeah I just yeah I probably just was on the wrong end of the stick with with Boydie a bit at times. So mm. um yeah. It's life, bro. Yeah. Uh, so, how did you turn that relationship yeah. around? Because he obviously loved you by the end. I don't think I did, bro. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I was hard done by a couple of times, you know, during the season. I felt, you know, I, I came back pre season. I learned from, you know, the last pre season. Yeah. Because um, that was my first time. So, I didn't know what to expect. Um, came back the following pre season, you know, I hit my targets and the yo yo and all that. So, um, I don't know, man. I just, I just think probably the the off field stuff was was a bit was always in the back of of Boydie's mind. Yeah. Um, you know, you remember Camp A? You remember Camp? Gisborne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you so, know things like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what did you do that <laughs> night? Oatsy seemed to question in about um, red or black or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and. Uh, you know, we were, we were allowed a few beers that night, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think uh, most of the boys, you know, had actually made it a few beers. And <laughs> <laughs> me and my mate, uh, old Ope, um, decided to go till the sunlight. Um, <laughs> um, but because uh, I was rooming of Skucks. Oh, were you? Oh, true. But, but Skucks... Um, Skucks never had a problem. He was he was he was sweet. Like he was he was boys about it. And and me and Ope weren't you know being rowdy or anything. Yeah. We were just playing um the playing with the cards, red yeah. or black, yeah. <laughs> higher or lower and stuff. And like yeah, so that's that's just an inside thing with with, with Skucks at the time. He was just like, bro, all I could hear was red or black, oh, higher yeah, or lower, yeah. during, all yeah. throughout the night. So yeah, he just mocks us with that. But um, yeah. Like I said, just those um, types of little little incidents um, didn't do too well for me um, in terms of with the with Boydie and all that. So yeah, you know, and there was a, there was a couple times um, the following year as well um, that I look back on and um, kind of regret, you know, being a bit too street for the professional life. You know what I mean? <laughs> the old uh, the old dress up party, whatever it was called. Um, <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> no, not really. Go on. Was this the fancy dress? We, we all had to dress yeah. up as something. So what did you do? Yeah, like um, I broke a few things. Um, <laughs> I um, 
I I think there was a like a fortune teller or something, a mind reader. Oh, or, oh a I am a hypnotist. <laughs> yeah, right. hypnotist. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, and he was doing it, and then I was like, I was from the side, me and me and the bus. Yeah, and I was like this. Yo, oh. shit! <laughs> That's right. You were <laughs> just, is, you were just. This hammered. is bullcrap. <laughs> yeah, and like people were telling us, "You're ruining the show," and I was like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> And then I remember, like, um, I remember, like, Jeff and 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 um, some of the other boys trying to get me in the in the car in the taxi. <laughs> but um, you know, I had a little. I, I I remember having a little run in with Boydie again that that um at that function too. Yeah. Just um just a, a, about the rugby stuff, and I was just like, nah, I don't want to talk about rugby, man. I just yeah. want to drink. <laughs> But nah, it's all good now. You know, at the end of the day, we got we got the championship. So yeah, so you so your your form was obviously good enough for him to just ignore um, these minor incidents and um, keep picking you yeah. eh? because you, you played a massive role in the side that year. Yeah, I, I I thought like I was on the bench, you know, a couple of times, and I came on off the bench. You know, I thought you know I, I played my part, um, but it was just you know just little things that he would ask me. Uh, they would just be like, oh. But um, yeah, I, I guess I had to wait for an injury, and I think Nani picked up an injury to his groin, and and I think Vince, and I think that's when uh, me and Woody played it in the midfields oh, um, right. against Crusaders. Yeah, oh, yeah. But hey, the... what about that game? <laughs> One of my favourite tries. You speak about those moments where you just go, God, Mo, you. <laughs> Matt Todd, I don't think he'd missed a tackle for about a thousand games and you just shrugged him <laughs> off like he wasn't there. Scored and played an absolute blinder. How good was that? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I was just up for that game. I think I I, I, I took confidence from um, starting against the Waratahs the week before, I think. I think we played the Waratahs over yeah. there in Australia. Um, you know, like having to mark um, Izzy Folau when he was playing at, at centre at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, you know, I, I felt like I, I did my job on that, so it just gave me confidence. And going into the Crusaders game, and you know, and being able to go out there with the boys and some of my boys like Fats and and the Tongan Bear, you know, we just just yeah. felt like we we're just having fun out there. And yeah, that was probably one of my favorite games too. Um, yeah, just no, felt like I was no doubt God mode. Chico, <laughs> I was on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a that's a good point about the confidence and things, eh? Like when you feel like you're confident at that level, man, it's just so much easier to perform, eh? When you're not worrying about yeah. oh every little moment, and you you feel yeah. like you're the boys back you, your coach backs you, you can just go out there and play. Yeah, I, I think we like I think everyone was just feeling that way. Like mm. I don't feel like I feel like in that that game against the Crusaders, we just all felt like I just felt like we we're all having fun. I don't think I think I don't think they've lost like that. Either. Again, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy. And then obviously the final, we've got to talk about the final. Man, what a game. Yeah, what a game, eh? What a game. Yeah, still still up there with one of the highlights of my career. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the highlight of my career so far. But um yeah, I was just I, I, I couldn't believe I was even playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, How did I get here? It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, I was just it was just I was just so happy, like I I flew my whole family down to Wellington. Yeah, um, my parents and my siblings and, and the kids and yeah, it was just so cool to have them there watching Pack Stadium. Mm. What a what a feeling! Memories. What a feeling! Yeah, but and you'd already signed for Cardiff early on in that season, eh? 
Yeah, I signed real early. Like it was just you know coming back on water squad. Yeah, and then like early on, not really getting getting a chance. Yeah. I was just like, and then it came that opportunity that that contract came. Then I was like, probably if 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 you, if you know the coaches gave me a chance from the beginning, like at least gave me a start, mm. you know, because I thought I, I did well enough in the preseason games to to warrant a start maybe, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess they just had other things in mind, and I thought you know I thought they were gonna ease ease Nani into it, but you know he's just a freak of a yeah. freak of an athlete, so why not just chuck him in? So I was like, okay, sweet. I just um, buy my time, but. Yeah, it just didn't look like I was going to get an opportunity. So I just, you know, at the time, Young I just family. had to wear yeah. my options and, and, and do it. You know, it was a three-year contract. So, um, yeah, I had to take it. You but, know, you, you remember my speech at the Levers uh, dinner, bro? <laughs> I remember. It's all about the pounds or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop, bro. <laughs> Oh, that was a lot of pounds, obviously. But did they tr- did the Canes try and get you to stay once they'd won the comp? Yeah, um, yeah. My agent just hit me up and said, you know, there's there's been talks and a potential opportunity to stay if I if I wanted to um, look look at that path and that. But I was just like, you know, we we've won it now. I'll yeah, just leave I'll leave on a good note. <laughs> and and I was just like, ah. Oh, oh. I and and also like you know I want to be a man of my word and just yeah. honor my deal with with Cardiff and so you know I was just like told my agent now just I'm just gonna honor my deal and and take it. Yeah. And what was it like going over to Cardiff with the whole family? Yeah, it was good, bro. It was easy, easy transition. You know, um, we got here and um, everything was already set. You know, we had a house and all that ready for us. And, um Yeah, like like I said, it was Ray and Ray was here and yeah, it was pretty easy, really. Um, I just had to make some friends, really, and you had them there, um, didn't you? Yeah. Cause, uh, Nick Williams was there too, eh? Couple of lads yeah. already. So, yeah, so Ray, Nick, Chicken was here. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, Ho was here. Oh true. Oh, you two would have gone. You two would have gone well at, on the on the drink. Oh, bro, he's, he's worse than you. Than me, yeah. he's worse than me. He's he was like we we had one drink in France one time, and he was like spear tackling us in the in the hotel rooms. <laughs> he was spear tackling Nick into the wall. Oh, he was scary. I used to be scared when he was drunk at the neck. He was. Yeah. He was. He got those eyes. Eh? I was like, oh shit. I was. I was like. Like at, when when we drink with him, bro, I was just like, "Fuck it, just have a good time. Don't turn into ring of fire mode." <laughs> <laughs> nah, who's a good dude, man? Good fella, man. Yeah. And what about the rugby over there? Did you find that hard to adapt to, or was that quite an easy transition for you? Um, I think um, an attack. I, I like my first year. I just I just went and did me. Yeah. And as the years have gone on, I felt like I've turned into a structure player. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, play a lot of structure here. You know, like they don't really let you on the let you off the leash and mm-hmm. do your thing like they do back home. But yeah. Um, yeah, my first year here, I just came out and just did my own thing and just had a go from anywhere and whatever. Yeah. But I think I, I struggled a bit defensively. Um, I was so. I was so stuck in the the line speed that uh, we had at the Hurricanes that yeah. it was hard to lose it. Yeah, because I I feel like I truly genuine genuinely feel like uh, we won that through our defence. Agree. 
the, the Super Rugby competition because yeah. like we we are the first team not to have a try scored against us in the in playoffs, the finals. Yeah. Eh? That's right. Yeah. In the playoffs. Mm. So um, yeah, it was it was hard to get rid of that. Yeah. You know, like when I got here, I was just flying out of line everywhere, <laughs> um, and they're just you know Fair trying so. to calm me down a bit. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I struggled with the most, and then you know I sort of had that label that I was bad defensively. Um, but you know, I've sort of turned it on, turned it around, and just adapted to the way we defend over here. So yeah, yeah, it took a while to get rid of that mentality. You know what I mean? What do you? How do you guys defend now? Are you line speed or nah? Yeah, it was uh, like I said, it's a structured line speed. You know? Yeah. You know how it, at the games we, we, we got to a loose. stage where we just yeah. we just go like they'll have a like six man overlap yeah. and there was three of us we just keep we just go and, oh, and force the error so yeah. yeah and if they screw it over the top we just back our pace to get back so mm. um yeah that was tough to try and get rid of yeah true so any any highlights for your times in cardiff obviously you won the challenge cup as well over there that must have been pretty crazy yeah yeah that's one of the main highlights the challenge cup um i think Playing in that final, like if I'm honest, playing in that final gave me more of a satisfactory feeling, mm-hmm. um, more than the, the Hurricanes one. Yeah. Like the Hurricanes one, I, I felt like we were never going to lose it. But um, in, in this final we played against Gloucester, we, we went into half time. We are like, I think we were down by like 17-3 or something like that. Yeah. And it was back and forth, back and forth. And then Chicken slotted a, a penalty in the last minute and won it. And yeah, it was just one of those games. Yeah. Um, it was in Spain or something. I can't remember. Yeah, Bilbao, yeah, yeah, whoever yeah. that is. I remember watching because yeah. my brother was playing for Gloucester and, oh, mate, you were Oh, on, that's right. Your you, brother was. You were on fire. <laughs> nah. Nah, it wasn't me. It was Ray. <laughs> yeah, Ray played well as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that ugly, but... <laughs> <laughs> Raise the man though, hey, you guys pack a pretty good uh twelve thirteen combo. Uh yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. They um they quite like us over here as a combo. Um, yeah, it's we just work well. He like um he gets me up, you know, he it's like having a having an older brother out there, like he's 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 not scared to tell me off. Yeah. Like even little things like if my hands are on my knees, you're like you're like, get the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, 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 right. Like, he, like right. the other boys wouldn't be like that to me, but <laughs> he's, it's, it's good to have someone like him. To, yeah, because um, yeah, you know he's a she, he's a secret trainer. That guy is he? What's he get up to? Yeah, bro, he's he's got a treadmill in his living room. Has he? Yeah. What and just runs while he watches TV? Yeah. Does he? That's what he does. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. He hasn't bought you one. Nah, <laughs> nah. It'll have cobwebs on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use it to dry my washing. <laughs> oh, true, Ray, undercover. Yeah, bro, big time. Oh well. Anyway, let's go to let's go to the big thing. Wales. Was that ever a part of your plan when you went over there? Did you think about the opportunity to play for Wales? Um, it, it was. It, it came with the contract. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. WRU wouldn't uh, give the all clear to the Blues to give me a contract uh, like that if I didn't come on that deal on that residency uh, 
Or else I'll just be like me and Ray would just be blocking a pathway of, of, of Welsh qualified midfielders. Yeah. If you had two, us two, you know, playing week in, week out. Um, so True. Um, the only way they would let the Blues um, do that if I came that. So I took that as a bonus and, and yeah. another goal to strive for. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'll be happy to retire knowing that I've played at the top level. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good. So talk to me about the whole process of making that Welsh side. You you played, you did your residency for three years and then you became eligible. You were selected, yeah. eh? And then did you get injured play, yeah. before you before you got to make your debut? Yeah, so I I did my three years. Um, my three years was up during the World Cup in 2019. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, when they came back, their first test um, was in the autumn, which was the November which is like the summer tour for, for the All Blacks and stuff. You mm. know? Um, but they played the Barbars. So I, I was fortunate enough to get named in that on a Thursday. And then I, I had one more game for Cardiff on the Saturday and I oh. did my ACL. Oh. Um, bro, I was gutted, bro. I, I was gutted, man. Like, I, I, I had never felt that before. Like, yeah. it was a new feeling um, to feel that kind of uh, heartbreak, I guess. Um not only because, you know, it was, that opportunity was gone, but this was my first major injury mm. in my career. So, um, not like old old Mr. Mummy, Yopu Aso. <laughs> he wrapped his body like a mummy. <laughs> He's always in <laughs> Bloody made of glass, that guy. <laughs> True. So, how did you handle that? Um, did, you, did you turn to the bottle or was well, that all past you, that? Um, nah, I, um, I think, I think, a good thing was before the injury being named for Wales, um, that sort of kept me motivated during yeah. my injury. I think if that didn't come up, I, I probably would have just been like, uh, yeah, yeah, turn to the bottle away. But, um, <laughs> no, I think it was good timing because my parents were here for Christmas, so oh, yeah. it was good having them around and you know, just you know, getting some wild words from mum and you know, get me focused. Um, but it was tough, bro. It was tough because, you know, when I got named, you know, I got a, I got quite a bit of hate. Not hate, but, you know, it was quite a bit of um, criticism. Um, yeah. And I, I had seen some, you know, some racist comments and and stuff like that, you know, saying I'm not, not Welsh enough or and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the, the same type of energy wasn't, didn't go towards uh, Parksy. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you yeah, know, it was just accepted. Yeah. Um, you know, chicken's different because he, he, you know, his his family, he's he's Welsh. He's got Welsh blood, but yeah. you know, Parksy, you know, qualified the same way as me. Yeah. And you know, I I just felt like there was a bit more of an uproar, you know, when I qualified. So yeah. yeah. Was that from media or was that social media? Just pundits. No social media, bro. No, yeah. It was nothing from the media. Yeah. You know, a lot, a lot of the media. Um, a lot, of, a lot of the media probably just gave it a bit more steroids to, oh, you yeah. know, and put it out there a yeah. bit more, but. Um, you know, a lot of the, the comments and that were on Facebook and um, sure. and on Twitter. Um, yeah, and just and you you know you you, you go to click on uh, you know those profiles and there's no picture. And, yeah. Um, the username is LGF five four three two. Yeah. And um, and stuff like that. And then and then you just go and and look through their their pages and you know they retweet like you know racist stuff and that. So you just know that. Yeah. That, just there to get a reaction. Yeah, those eh? type of people. So, yeah, that sort of got me down for a bit. But 
yeah, rehab was hard, man. It was really hard because, you know, I was just walking and then we went into lockdown. And I had to, I had to learn how to run on my own. Yeah, I had to do all of it on my own because everyone else was like furloughed, which yeah. was like they weren't allowed to work. Like yeah. all the physios and stuff weren't allowed to work. So like we could only, I could only keep in touch with our physio once a week. True, it was hard, man. I had to learn how to run. Went onto the field the second week. I pulled my calf. So yeah, Duh. had to get through a few obstacles and and stuff. You know, I. When I got back, when we started back up, so when I got injured, I was like 101, 102. Yeah. And when we started back up, I went back to when when we were allowed to go back to work, I was about 113. Holy. <laughs> and fit. Coach wasn't wasn't happy. Yes, and fit. Surf to peak, fit. <laughs> oh, but you obviously yeah, got bro, through so. it, mate. You obviously got through it, and I yeah. came back. I played. Uh, I played three games, and then I got. I, I. I felt like my knee wasn't right. It wasn't right, so um, we had to go back and and have another surgery. Oh, um, really? They had to cut a bit of cartilage. Yeah, they had to cut a bit of cartilage out because it was just clicking in and out, and it mm. was sore. Um, cut it out, and then um, I knew straight away once I, I I started walking again. I was like, yeah. It's, it's it's back. We're on the right foot is back. <laughs> whack whack. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then you know I came back, played two games, and then um, was lucky enough to get caught up to Wales. True, it was only two games in. What weight were yeah, you at so then? Yeah, I played um one hundred four. Oh, so you'd you'd got it back down, and you you'd been working yeah. hard. You'd so, been on Ray Lilo's yeah. treadmill. You know that. <laughs> I had um I had taken up a little bit of boxing. Um, oh, here we go. I was just <laughs> nah. <laughs> I just felt like I needed something different from the old rugby conditioning. Um, yeah. You know, just the rowing, the the assault bike, and all that. Yeah. Just felt like I I needed something new. So I just um, hit up one of the one of the boys, and you know, just did you know twelve, thirteen, three minute rounds, um, and that that really helped me. Uh, lose the weight man just by the end of it you're drenched so yeah it was good man true any good knockouts nah just a few <laughs> combos just to take him take back home i'll probably use on my little brothers first <laughs> you know in street fights you like you don't really do combos like there's no rules so you just go and if you're caught in a headlock you bite them oh true no is it anything guys can you kick and all sorts yeah, but, Grab their nuts. I don't True. care. Whatever <laughs> makes you win, man. See, I did, I didn't people don't that. have that mentality. Nah, you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, so what was it like going into the um, Wales setup? Was everyone cool when you went in? Everyone like friendly guys? Everyone accept you straight away? Um, yeah, I think I think quite a few people were. I uh, like they were all a bit, little bit standoffish, you know. Like, you know, like, you know, my persona, bro, I just, mm. I'm just like real low key and just, you know, just sussing everyone out yeah. and stuff. But, you know, when it came to on the field, you know, I was, I was right in the thick of it. You know, I knew, I knew I did my homework. I, I knew all the cause and, and, you know, I only had one night to learn it all, but, you know, I got there, um, you know, and so I think after my debut, they just, they just knew, oh yeah, this guy's, uh, sure. this guy's in it. It's to a, win it so yeah. 
you know, I think I got uh, I got the boys' respect after the, my my first game. Um, you know, and then I just slowly grew um, grew uh, relationships with most of the boys. Yeah, but lots of them, most of them, made me feel welcome, and yeah. that's why I felt so so comfortable in my debut. Um, a lots of lots of them just you know made me feel welcome, like I said. You were made for the big stage, eh? Like you just looked so comfortable out there playing the highest level of rugby. <laughs> Pro. Like rugby, man. It's it's just rugby, man. Yeah. I just like playing rugby. Like like I said, like after my debut, we had to do a um, we had to sing a song. You know. Yeah. Like, your first cap has to sing a song. I just went with the old classic Bob Marley, Three <laughs> no um, Little Birds. You know what I mean? Um, but like go on, I was give us more, give I us was, a rendition. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yopo's the singer, bro. Yopo's the singer. <laughs> um, but I, I was like way more nervous about that than my actual debut. Yeah. Like, like when it comes to when I get on there, I just try and stay relaxed and have fun. Yeah. Like having fun, have a smile on my face, and I'll be sweet. Yeah. What What was it like playing with no crowds too? That's terrible, bro. Is it? Yeah. I hate it, man. It feels like a training run, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know when you're training against the other team, like the Bibs team, and just all you hear is each other just screaming and yeah. screaming the calls, and there's there's no atmosphere and stuff. It just nah, just doesn't feel right. Mm. I just can't wait till we get crowds. I'm I'm jealous watching Super Rugby. Yeah, well, that's a massive part of the Six Nations, eh? It's like the the crowd and the intensity that those crowds have, because you obviously yeah. played in crowds over there, and the crowds over there are, are a little bit different, eh? Yeah, yeah, a little bit different, yeah. But, yeah, hopefully I, I get an opportunity to play in a crowd um, during the Six Nations, you know, hopefully yeah. next season, but we'll see if, um, uh, if Uncle Wayne uh, gives, gives me a chance again. Mate, you'll be first pick next year, surely. Nah, we'll see. What is, we'll what see is, how the lower back feels. <laughs> <laughs> what are your plans going forward? Have you got How many more years have you got with Cardiff? So, um, so this season will end in June or oh, July. Yeah. And then I've got two more seasons. Oh, I just true. signed another two. Right. Yeah. It's going to so take you through um, to 32, is it? Cause you're 30 now, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going through till, um, so the plan was always just to go to, um, 23, oh, yeah. to, uh, 2023. World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Man, how we'll cool see, would that be? Like, yeah. That's, that's always going to, that's probably the, the long-term goal Yeah. at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, I just got to try and put some performances together and make my mark on the international scene. Mm. Hopefully, I, you know, there's whispers of the All Blacks coming over here in October um, later this year, so it'd be Red good to see some of the boys. Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully, I'm a part of that, and uh, hopefully, um, I don't get bumped off from <laughs> Nani. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a battle. Jeez, I'd pay to see that, though. Tell him to run a straight at chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, chicken's had a bad run of injuries, eh, man? Yeah. Yeah, i just seen his Insta. He's running now, so hopefully he can get back up and get a bit of footy in him. Yeah, for sure. How's your body feeling? Is your body feeling good? Because you're obviously quite a late bloomer, eh, because 30's quite yeah. old to be making yeah. your uh, international debut, but, mate, it looks like you're, yeah. you're a fresh 21-year-old out there just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was all good. I think, I think I have one of those bodies where I can't have a day off, man. Oh yeah. I I like have to do something every day. 
and I've, I've probably learned that because you know when I was with you guys when I was at the Canes yeah I think um, Davey he learned that quite early and um, right up to right up to the finals like when we played against the Lions I was in on the Wednesdays I wasn't on the day off um, yeah. doing a circuit with Davey oh true so he he made me he always made me do like a little bit of a couple top ups after after training and he always made me come in on a Wednesday and, and do something. Um, he he thought it was beneficial, so I've always taken that on and yeah. and brought it over here. Um, yeah, it was just it was just my injury that set me back, and I put on a bit of weight. But um, you know, it came it came because the injury came with, with lockdown and and whatnot. So mm. I thought I, I decided just to be a father first um, and, and be a rugby player second. So yeah. Um, yeah. Now the body's all good. You mentioned your four daughters there. How's that been? It must be a full-on house with four kids. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. They are they're growing every day, but I think you know I think I've adapted to it um, quite well. I think I think it's just they just want attention, bro. Girls, yeah. man. Yeah. Girls just want attention. It's not like boys. You just feed them and then put them in front of the TV. <laughs> like my girls, they can only watch so much TV and then they just want me to give them attention. Just talk. And, you know, females. I saw oh, I saw a video nuts. of, uh, must have been your oldest trying on some clothes that she was going to go out with or something. And <laughs> <Yeah>. your face. <laughs> nah, not happy. Nah, not, on, not under my watch. <laughs> <laughs> What's she got to wear? She got some it's rules. It's sunny. It's summer. But you still wear a hoodie and jeans, right? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah, so, how old's your oldest now? 12. She's 12. 13. Um, so then, yeah. True. Now, now it gets yeah. tough, eh? Teenager. Yeah, we're gonna we're starting to hit that tough stage, man. It's yeah. like, yeah, I don't do too well with it, man. Like <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, honestly, I don't do too well. Like mm. I can't, like. I, I dreading the day she brings a boy home. Like uh, he'll be straight in the ring of fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna yeah. be tough, eh? Jeez. Yeah. Have you got a bit of a plan in place, or no? You're literally gonna fight him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta you gotta roughen him up. Make sure he knows how to, he can protect her. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. You need someone to protect her. What if they go out in public and, you know, something happens mm. and he runs off? <laughs> Failed the test. You say the test, bro. Oh, jeez. I feel sorry for that kid. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. What about your life after rugby? Are you guys that settled in Wales that you'll, once you've finished, you'll stay there? Um, I mean, like at the end of this year, we um, we can apply for our residency because it'll yeah. be five years. So um, we'll do that, and you know, leave the options open. But um, it all depends on my parents, bro. Like I, I can't just be living here with my parents at home, and you know, like, and I want my my kids to know them. Yeah. Like I just want my parents to have a relationship with my kids, and because I uh, I missed out on that luxury, I. I my my grandparents um, passed before I was born. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so you know, if we get opportunity to go home. Uh, we probably will, and you know, you know, later down the line, maybe when my my parents have passed away and stuff, you know, we could look to come back and see what's what's available out here. As long as we've got our residency, so yeah, um, you know, I got I got two two Welsh-born daughters here now. So mm. um, yeah, as long as the doors open, um, 
yeah, got to take care of, you know, me, bro, got to take care of the family first, come home, make sure the parents are all good. Andrew. Um, look after them, you know, and um, yeah. You're a good man. Thing. What about like, what would you do after rugby? What are you, what are you thinking? You'll probably be able to retire <laughs> early now with all this, these pounds. Jeez. <laughs> nah, nah, not me, bro. Not me, brother. Um, I don't know, man. Like I haven't really, you know, like during lockdown, I ended up doing the um, level two coaching. Oh um, yeah. You'd be a good stuff. Coach. So yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably look into that, you know. Yeah. At like club level, and then hopefully maybe some ITM Cup level or something. But I don't know. We'll see. Your old man Pivak might have your coaching gig there straight away. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I play too much high risk rugby, bro. <laughs> I might They're bring some balance. So, yeah, bring the balance. You need someone yeah. to challenge them. Yeah. Yeah, I might challenge too much that I get fired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, yeah, so that's that's the plan. But you know, I've got a few other things lined up. You know, um, the um, the player development guy here is pretty good. So yeah, um, you know, been doing some off-field stuff. You know, I'm, I'm 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 in the 30s now, bro. Yeah. Gotta get space. gotta start thinking about it, man. <laughs> oh, it happens quick, eh? You look, you get there, and you're like, man, that went fast. But mate, you're I feel like I you're know. just getting started. You, I feel like you'll go to 40. <laughs> you, you're that good. <laughs> Oh, Ray's like 35, man. He's is almost he? there. Oh, true. Yeah, he's, yeah. He'll keep going, though, eh? How, is he, has he got another he year? He keeps getting better, bro. Is he? He's got one more year. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got one more year, so I don't know what he's going to do. But they love him here, bro. I bet. They love him. He's a lad. Yeah. Man, what a journey, yeah. though, eh? How? Started started at the bottom, but look at you now. Holy heck. Uh, yeah, you know. like I think, I think what saved me is is having a daughter at a young age, even though, you know, even though that's what sort of caused me to go off the rails, I think yeah. that's what actually saved me at the same time. So, um, yeah, just, you know, everything happens for a reason. So mm. I was just happy to, to grind it out and meet a few lads along the way oh, like you, right? Mate, you're the biggest the of Easter them all. Man. <laughs> anyway, speaking of lads, we've got some questions coming. As always, right. lots of them have come from lads. Okay, here's first question. Tell us about your time as a lifeguard at Waiweta. <laughs> um, yeah, so remember when I told you I, I went to North Shore Comp and, and played a bit of rugby over there. So yeah. um, I went with my uh, my high school coach, um, Charlie McAllister, you know, yeah. um, Luke McAllister's dad, yeah. the one that came shot in the high school. So he brought us up there. And, um, there was like four or five of us um, staying in this, these apartments um, by Wairua Hot Pools, which is like a resort type of thing. And we all, all ended up being lifeguards um, <laughs> over there. You can't swim though, can <laughs> like, you? <laughs> lucky, yeah, well, luckily the pools were up to my chest. So. <laughs> I wouldn't be saving anyone if they drowned. <laughs> Surely that's part of the job as a lifeguard. Eh? you got to be able to swim. <laughs> I'd be just throwing in the donut for him to come on. Grab it. <laughs> yeah, grab it. And I'll pull you in. Oh, nah, as, a, as long as you look the part, you know? Yeah. As yeah. long as you look the part. You would yeah. have done that. You look oh. like you know what you're doing. Yeah, you know. Top had off. the dirty dogs on. And... 
Hey, no, 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 not the top offer. I'm not Vince Asshole. <laughs> oh, cracker. Okay. Next question. What is your relationship with the Vunapola brothers? Uh, they're my um, my uncles. So. Um, oh, they're your uncles. True. Yeah, they're my uncles. So uh, their mum and my grandma are first cousins. Oh, yeah. Their mum and my grandma are first cousins. So my mum and them are second cousins. So yeah. they're my uncles, yeah. True. And you played against yeah. them in, uh, when you played against England. So that must have been pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool, bro. It was like, uh, I guess, I think that was one of the highlights of, of the Six Nations, um, apart yeah. from winning it. Yeah. Um, just getting to, to play against those two. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a good thing for our family to see. Yeah. Especially our, our family in Tonga, you know, they're real proud of us um, being able to take the field together. So, yeah. What's your relationship like with them? Do you, do you talk to them very often? Have they given you much bro, advice throughout your career? I didn't even know them. I didn't even know that we were a family of them till I moved here. Oh, really? Oh, hell. Yeah. So, like, you know, back home, you know, we heard like you know we heard of the Vaughn Polars and stuff, and my mum would always say like that's my family, yeah. and like we're just like ah yeah your family will be everyone man. like you know when like my mum's like that like she'll say yeah that's my family that's my family yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah that's your family, um, but then it turns out yeah they are they're actually um, close family so um, sure. you know when my parents came here we we were being over there to their house and paid them a visit so my mum was happy to go and um, see them. You know, being out a few times, a few beers with the boys. Oh. And, yeah, just catching up. <laughs> Last man standing, no doubt. Oh, you know, I put them to sleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the English, bro. <laughs> oh, crack up. Okay. Fun fact. You hold the record for the worst beep test in history at New Zealand Sevens Camp. Talk to me about this. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that from? <laughs> That's from Sam Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sammy. Shout out to Sammy, bro. He was my roomie at camp. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, good lad. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how I got to this camp. I I think I was just I was just playing well at Club Sevens and stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, like Sevens, you know, it's a bit more my game if I was a bit fitter. Um <laughs> <laughs> Big part of but it. Do you think? Yeah, but fitness yeah. is a massive part of the game, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I said it falls for that. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I turned up to this camp, bro. I did, like I heard it was hard and stuff, so I was just like, I right. yeah. Turned up and uh, we did the 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 beep test. So I like I had been on the piss for like two days. <laughs> like friday saturday and then and then i even though i knew this camp was coming up i was like i couldn't handle it like i was just yeah. drinking yeah. like a stupid idiot um and then i had sunday to rest and then monday was camp yeah um turned up to camp and i um uh, I, I ran an 8.3 um <laughs> which, <laughs> um I, I I you know I, I was doing well man but I just I just felt my legs going real quickly <laughs> and then um and you know how Yopo said that they ended up doing the phosphate after yeah I didn't do it <laughs> oh, they told you what not to bother 
<laughs> they said, don't bother me. <laughs> You're not going to do too well here. So, um, yeah. And so the next day we had, um, we had games yeah. and fitness. You know how you, you have a seven minute game and then you do like some running and then yeah. the game and running. Yeah. We did all that. I was struggling, like struggling big time. Yeah. And then such um tells us to run back to the hotel yeah i walked all the way back it took <laughs> like everyone was at dinner and i had just got back to do recovery <laughs> how far was that Ages. and like bro it was far bro. What was that? it was far it was like uh you know like maybe 45 50 minutes <laughs> that's by walk i think the boys um ran back in about 20 minutes yeah oh true but um, but Sammy was good, man. Sam Sam Dixon, like, he he tried to stay with me, and like just keep me motivated and keep me going. Yeah. But like, I was just like, just go, bro, just go. Just <laughs> he got to here, the man. point where it's starting to get dark. He's like, I'm off. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I got back and it was dark, bro. It was dark. <laughs> got back and what whatever, and then you know, at the end of camp, um, such he calls you in for a one on one with everyone. Yeah. And then um. He, he got me here. He tricked me. So he, he called me in and then he sat me down. He was like, congratulations. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be a sentence player. He goes, congratulations. You've got the worst beep test ever in my time. <laughs> and he goes, you know who was who, who had it previously? Jerome Kaino. He said, Jerome Kaino had it, had the worst. And you've just taken it off him. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I left there and I told the boys, I told Yopo and all that. And I was like, I was trying to justify it. Eh? I yeah. was just like, but look at Jerome Kahn, he's all black now. That's going to be me now. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, true. Look at you oh, now, mate. Look at you now. Oh, now nah, you need those, eh? You need those little, um, little humbling sessions. Yeah, reality checks. Eh? You, yeah, just keep you striving. Keep That's you uh, driving for the best. Man, yeah, 100%. Okay, next question. Favourite team you've played for? Hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah, Hurricanes. Um, both years, actually. Even the year when you... Both years, like... It must have been hard to sort of love coming in when you've been sort of downgraded with your contract and stuff and you're not getting picked. It must have been, must have been quite hard yeah. to love the Hurricanes yeah, was, when you're getting tough, treated man. like that. Yeah, it was tough, like... Even like when 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 boys were coming up to me asking me like why aren't you playing and stuff like mm. I had like like a couple times like TJ had come up to me and said bro why 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 are you not getting like a, a go and I was just like I don't know bro yeah I don't know man you gotta have to tell those guys and then I think um I think Alfie started to to realize you know that I I should be getting a chance yeah. And he's, he probably, and he, and he spoke to me and he, and then he started like saying that he, he started to bat for me a bit. Mm. Um, yeah. So it was, it was tough, man. It was really tough. Like, especially, you know, being on a wider contract, um, you know, I was just, I was just happy to try and get to the 10 games so I get bumped up to full. So, <laughs> um, you know, me and Fats oh, both at the same time, we got, oh, we got to the 10, yeah, 10 games and we got bumped up. So, you know, I was just happy to tick that off and then. You know, the next stage was just to get that jersey. So, mm. yeah, it yeah. was hard. Yeah, okay. Oh, if you if you could play for Tonga, would you? If you could play both? 
if I could play both, yeah. You know how like they're trying to yeah, change those rules. Like once you finish with Wales, would you go back and play for Tonga? Yeah, I would if they if they'd let me. Yeah, if they'd want me. Um, yeah, of course, I'd love to. Like I um, you know, before before taking my contract up with uh, with Cardiff, you know, knowing that there was a a deal to to play for Wales as well, I I actually asked my parents if that was okay. Oh yeah, like if. You know, if they're happy, if they're okay with me representing uh, Wales instead of Tonga, just mm. you know, just wanted to run it by them and get their blessing and and permissions. You know, if, you know that I'll be turning down that our home nation um, to play for for Wales. So yeah, um, and they said you know they were just happy for me to 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 do my best and provide for my family. So yeah, yeah you're a good kid. Okay, who's the who's the who's one player who can drink you under the table? Oh, I'll be surprised if there's any. Uh, Nick Williams. Oh, Kenny, big boy, eh? <laughs> oh, I can't keep up with him. Right, yeah, he could go. Yeah, he. It's, it's like I can, I can, I can last the night, but I can't stick the same pace. <laughs> yeah, he like two gulps and the and the pint is gone. It's like, bro. What it's, what it's are you what are you racing for, man? <laughs> yeah. just chip away. Like if, if, I, if, if, if I drink if I drink at that pace, I'm swinging. Yeah, you're ring of fire straight. I'm throwing away. uppercuts, <laughs> <laughs> or I'm getting locked up. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Okay, last question. This one this one I wanted to know because I'm working at Nelson College at the moment, and I see a lot of young kids. Similar to you at your age, you know, starting to get go down the trouble route. Um, yeah, what's something to say to these guys to get them out of um, the route that they're going and trying to persuade them into a professional rugby career like yourself? I think, um, first of all, you got to listen to your parents, man. Listen to your parents. They know best. Yeah. Like, um, they've always got their best interests, you know, at heart. So I think... If I had listened to my parents a long time ago, I probably, you know, wouldn't have gone through any of that stuff. But mm. like I said, everything happens for a reason. But um, second piece of advice, I think, for me is uh, try and surround yourself around people that have the, you know, same type of goals and same, yeah. uh, well, the same type of goals you have and, and try and, you know, buddy up with them and try and, you know, compete and, and work together and try and try and get there you know like mm. I think you know like I said I think once I got into the rugby environment it sort of just helped me um, you know further on in my career like you know instead of you know just being at home and just hanging out with the boys and stuff yeah. you know being in the environment you know I had somewhere to go every day and, mm. and just work on my craft so I think just surround yourself around boys that have the same um, type of goals and have that mentality to succeed in, in rugby um, I think that's the main thing you know try not to surround yourself with, with people that uh, you know don't have the same type of energy yeah. same type of goals yeah Mate, how good's that and you've obviously surrounded <laughs> yourself with some of the best people in the world because look at you now you're one of the greatest midfielders in the world current Six Nations <laughs> winner oh, it's been awesome to see your journey bro like obviously I knew a little bit about the start of your journey, I knew that oh, you went through a sort of a rough patch coming through Auckland and then 
to see where you got to with the Canes, how you pushed through all your um, setbacks over there, and now at the pinnacle of the sport, mate, playing international rugby for Wales. Uh, so proud to see the journey that you've gone through, and, mate, it's been awesome to go through it on the podcast. So really appreciate you coming on the Waterlad podcast, mate, and being so honest about your about your journey. You know me, bro. There's nothing to hide, man. That's it. There's still a few things I'm hiding, but uh, maybe <laughs> maybe in a documentary one day at the end of my career because uh, it won't go down too well. <laughs> Mate, you should team up with Yopu, the movie maker, and make a hissing docker. It would be one of the great. I think, I think, I think that that might be the the idea. Yeah, how good. You could be the you could be the executive producer, but <laughs> okay, I'm in. Sign me up. That'd be one of the greats. <laughs> your cinemas but your your wife's actually um documenting a little bit of your life at the moment eh? which has been quite cool to see a little bit of it yeah behind the scenes i think yeah no i think she's just um like when we got here she she was just uh so bored like just having just kids 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 and, yeah and stuff so i think she just um just started vlogging you know just something for her to do yeah. it's like it started off it was more like her sharing her faith and stuff but yeah it's slowly just um sort of showing a day in our life um you know just showing, like it's it's more for our family back home to see the kids and yeah. see what they get up to and you know i've, I've featured a couple times oh, in, in a few of them it's been so. cool mate i've been loving it <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's just i don't know it's just something for my missus to do instead of driving driving yourself crazy um, yeah. with just the kids. Well, keep doing it because she's creating some real good footage for our doco in a few years' time. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man. Anyway, brother, really appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Thank you for having me, bro. And, um, yeah, keep up the good work with this uh, What A Lad podcast, bro. You know, some good content, man. It's Mate, been some, good. There's some good people coming on, so... And none better than yourself. So I really appreciate it, bro. Thank you, bro. What a lad, what a lad.